Hey everybody, this is Sabrina and Shona. And this is Hoots, the podcast, Stories of the Ordinary, with two older wise lesbians where we travel the world and tell you about the things we do. Wow, that was an interesting new spin on our intro. I was trying to get all peppy. Yeah, it sounded extremely peppy. So yeah, so whatever she said. Yeah. We've been married a long time and we are... What are we? We're old lesbians, I guess. We're, we're old wise lesbians. What happened to the pep? What happened to the pep? That's, that's all you got? That's all I had. Oh my goodness. Wow, that was just a short-lived moment. Okay, gotta go. <laughs> no, we have a podcast to do. Yeah, this is uh But don't worry, it's a mini-podcast, so we can make it. Right. This is a mini-podcast because we haven't uh, gone on inter- any international trips recently. We do have one planned for Madrid, so you will have some episodes of Spain Lucky. soon. Lucky. Yep. Yeah. But until then, we are traveling around Seattle, our hometown. It's beautiful here. Hometown strong, but our town that we've lived in for 28 years. Well, I feel like it's our hometown because, you know, I barely remember before it. I know. It's just such a... I always get very... Con- like conflicted when people ask me where are you from i say seattle i've lived there for 28 years but i feel like i'm from california in my heart yeah i mean there's i get that so but that's a that's a different story for a different podcast well maybe we should do another one after yeah this. the concept of home that is a really that's a great topic because it's like of course like seattle like is, is my home and i do feel like i'm this is uh where my heart lives but i don't know if i feel like i'm from here yeah, like from from capital F. We weren't raised here. We didn't go to high school here. I get it. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just it's it's a lot to unpack, but it's this just, is a mini episode. It's a mini episode, and I feel like people around the world it's just easier. It, yes, exactly. See, just easier. Just be normal, Shauna. Just be normal. <laughs> yes. Just say I'm from Seattle and just fucking move on, right? <laughs> just be normal. Okay. okay, so Shauna's going to be normal. Yep, that's and me I'm normal. And I'm Peppy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're going to talk about Seattle's uh, Urban Craft Uprising. Yes! So Seattle has a very robust crafting what would you call it? Industry? Is it an industry? Culture? Culture? Uh, movement? Movement? I don't know. We, since the beginning, at, at Pike Place Market, there's always been local craftspeople. Pike Place Market, you can get what you need. Pike Place Market, it's all quite clean. Pike Place Market, you can do what you need. Craft people, yeah, and so, well, does it, is it surprising, because it rains a lot, we need to have a lot of indoor activities. it's true. And it's uh, intense winters, so things that Seattle does well, coffee, makes sense with our environment. It's dark all the time here, you guys. Uh, Inventing innovation. Amazon, UPS, Amazon, UPS, Microsoft, Microsoft Starbucket, Starbuckets. Um, there was an, there's another big one. I can't remember. A Zillow, lot of them. Zillow. There's a lot of them, right? And they're uh, all from here. So 
the inventing airplane industry. And, yeah, and you know, grunge, Nirvana, all the yeah, music. Yeah, very good music. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, we the original there? grunge. Yeah, exactly. So there's music and then crafts. Welcome back, everybody. Seattle's largest indie craft show launches this weekend at Seattle Center. Here with an early look at Urban Craft Uprising is Clay Franklin. Welcome. Thank you. This is such a cool event. Tell us more about it. Sure. So Urban Craft Uprising, um, we're in our 14th year of doing uh, really? Seattle's. Yeah, this been around. Gone by quickly. Yes. <laughs> Seattle's largest um, indie craft show. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, at um, Seattle Center Exhibition Hall, which is below the ballet. Um, Look and at that. All that shopping right there. <laughs> yep, so much cool stuff. Um, over 150 um, vendors, all handmade products from around the country. So what kinds of things? Um, oh man, everything. Uh, jewelry, lots of really cool jewelry, clothing, which we'll be seeing some of today, mm -hmm. um, and jewelry today. <laughs> So I think crafts is something that Seattle is not necessarily known, uh, you know, throughout the universe for, but we're here to tell you that we have a strong craft game. Yeah, you can get a lot of homemade stuff here. It's really cool. So they have a lot, uh, a lot of markets throughout the year, and their one of their biggest events is Seattle Urban Craft Uprising, which we went to a few weekends ago. I'm gonna post the link somewhere on the World Wide Web. Yes, and you're, you're gonna find it, you're gonna click on it, and you're gonna be amazed, so. This is the time of year when the Nutcracker plays and it pays for the entire <laughs> Seattle Ballet for the whole year. I've never seen the Nutcracker. You've never seen it ever? No, I've never seen it. I don't even, I mean, I've seen like, a picture of it because it shows up. It's hard to not see like the image of it, but I've never actually seen it. I have no idea what it's about. I know there's maybe a dancing mouse. Yeah, well, and like uh, some maybe one child who floats around. If I came from a family where nobody read to me, do you think they're going to tell me about the Nutcracker and or send me to the Nutcracker? Good point. My parents would drive us to Fresno every year for the Nutcracker. So we're going to go to, well, we're going to go to the Urban Craft Uprising, which is a Seattle-specific, resistance-focused craft fair. So it's all the hardcore crafters raging against the machine. Yeah, and I'm here to get my um, Secret Santa gift for my work party, so I can't wait to see what I find. Yeah, and I'm here to get all sorts of little ch uh, things. I'm trying to shop local this year for the holidays. Yeah, and I'm going to show her the Nutcracker later. We went to this. It's at the Seattle Center, and that's where the Space Needle is, where yeah. they did the, the, the World's Fair, where the Space Needle was built and the monorail goes, the thing that Fraser drove around on. Yeah, and, and Elvis did something there. Oh, he did? In the oh, 60s. Oh, yeah, so... It was the future of transportation in the 60s. Yeah. But really turned out to not become our future. But anyways, so it was a whole uh, exhibit center of crafting. And when I walked in there, I was like, oh, I love it here. Because it's like, it's this like rage against the machine craft oh, vibe. Yeah, it's kind of like punk rock crafts. Yeah, it's the best thing. And it's everybody like just creating things that you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought to make it that way. 
God, it's so hot. Yeah, here we go. So we've entered in to an exhibition hall and oh my God, on so cue and per script, the wife has to adjust for about 10 to 15 minutes and narrate her path from bewilderment of how hot it is to it's okay. So we're going to go through that for the next 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm not going to say anything because I've learned. All right. So I'm going to turn this off. Should I turn this off? Or make a thing like yeah, that. Yeah, and some of it was um, silly and whimsical, and some of it was beautiful, and some of it was useful, and some of it was decorative, and yeah. some of it... Some of it was all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, Urban Craft Uprising. Yeah, it was great. And the, Five stars. We went, we walked through all the booths, and, you know, all of the artists are there with their booths, and some are, you know, like I would imagine if you're a very creative human... And you like to express yourself through your arts. Chatting with individuals is sometimes not your funnest thing to do. In the yeah, world. some of the artists were a little awkward. Yeah, but it's like your business. So you got to do it, yeah. right, to, to make a buck. And so we didn't push it, but we did. I you pushed know, it a little. No, I gave them their space because I, as well, don't want to chat with humans. So it's like, oh, cool. I don't want to talk either. So I'm just going to look at your stuff. Yeah. I, I was like, what's your inspiration for this? No, she didn't because I would have walked away and not come back. <laughs> Um, just, I wanted to just say that the, the Urban Craft Uprising movement in Seattle started in 2005. Oh, yes. Nice. Nice, nice. And the whole uh, uh, goal, or, or, or what is it called when you have a... Objective. Objective is, uh, it aims to provide an alternative to mass-produced goods. Yep. And this year... Uh, been really intentionally trying to purchase holiday gifts for folks uh, from uh, craft local artisans and local stores and buying local, even though technically Amazon is a local store. Yeah, I buy local from Amazon <laughs> all the time. But um, bum, we're not going to do that. But also, so the urban, uh, it was great. And then there's um, a good amount of those, uh, if you're in Seattle, in in. In the uh, winter, there's a good amount of uh, craft fairs, and it goes all the way down to Tacoma. Tacoma has really great night markets that are really fun, and you'll see a lot of oh, the yeah. same artisans there. Those those night markets in Tacoma are better because they give you booze. Yes, exactly. I was I was a little disappointed there wasn't any booze at this I agree, thing. yeah. Also, I wanted to mention there's over 150 vendors at the Urban Craft Uprising, so it's, wow. a, it's a big... And there, it's all local, all yeah. local people. I think the if I were to give them any suggestion it would have been like to have some mold wine and some hot toddies yes. or something like that to cozy it up i would i would agree especially this time of year where everybody's feeling holiday-ish yeah then you get a little buzz going and then you're just going to start buying stuff that's making true. really bad choices yeah that's what which I would do. benefit the urban craft fair i need something under 20 dollars for my for you my work you need to put limits on your own self not on me we're separate humans here well, mine actually has a limit. Like, I can't spend... You know, the hard thing about crafts is that when it's not, like, super busy, you have to make eye contact with all the craft people, and I feel bad, like, I should buy from everybody. Yeah, it's like being a, on the front stage of a small show. <laughs> yeah, too much eye contact. I did buy something for my uh, office... Uh, white... What is it called? White Elephant. Yes. So that's the game, if you're not familiar, where everybody brings a present... And it's wrapped, 
and then you pick a number and when your number comes up you go choose a present unwrap it in front of the group and then the next person can either pick a present or they could steal your present yeah I chose this really wonderful handmade wooden block with a paint by numbers it was like paint by numbers there weren't numbers because yeah they didn't tell you how to do it yeah because they're raging against the machine they do yeah, you, there's no rules here there's no rules with your with your art and that was a unicorn and it was super cool and it sounds like a kid's gift but it's really for adults the lady even said this is an adult painting yeah the kid paintings are over here and it was something else um and I thought this is the best gift ever people are gonna just steal it so many times yeah it's gonna be crazy and then the guy who picked it, just his face looks so sad. And then nobody stole it from him. <laughs> what a bunch of geeks. Yeah. So anyway, you'd finish painting it, and it's ready to hang on the wall. It's beautiful. Instant art. It's beautiful. That you did yourself. It's that's great. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and did I mention it came with the paints? Yeah, they. I don't know. But what did they want? They wanted maybe like a scented candle from Bed Bath & Beyond or something. That's what everybody else had, yeah. Yeah, probably. I what think, are you going to do? I think the most stolen one, this is so boring, was a... a coffee pot you boil water on on top of the stove you mean a kettle a kettle (laughs) (laughs) okay cool (laughs) anyway urban craft uprising do it take a look at their website i bet you can order stuff online yes do it support those local artisans they're raging against the machine find us on the instagram we are what did i say we were we are hoots Underscore. underscore older underscore wiser underscore lesbians underscore that's our handle yeah so find us there there's gonna be pictures of everywhere we go there's gonna be pictures oh my of gosh, so everything pictures. we do everything like and the kardashians everything oh my god we're so much funnier than them we are okay thanks for listening give us thumbs up at the itunes and please have a good day goodbye it records us all the time i mean but that seems like big Big uh, government. Well, we can't big government ourselves. We're, we're choosing to do it to ourselves. I don't know if I it's want to be like recorded all the time. Third party's recording it. Well, sort of a third party is, but we're initiating the recording. It's not like we're being spied on. We're not spying on our own selves. Well, we're just trying to capture these like little moments of marriage that are hilarious. I know, but they happen off camera. Like, how do the Kardashians do it? It's just they have to constantly be on camera. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I know, but also there's stuff. Is, then you start playing for the camera, and it becomes weird. Then, that, then we have a weird relationship. Well, if we're, we, we don't have a camera, but for the microphone. Then we're going to be like, oh, the microphone's on at all times, so now I'm going to alter how I talk and how I act because I'm on stage. Well, that's, but you just said you wanted the microphone on I all know, the time. I know, now I'm taking it back. I yeah, because it's creepy. It. But the funny stuff happens off the microphone. Yeah, nobody knows how funny we are. Because <laughs> I know, it's our secret. It's our, yeah, it's our thing. We're just well, funny. I guess you... Thanks for listening to Hoots, the podcast, Stories of the Ordinary. In this mini-episode, we explored Seattle's urban craft uprising, and we gave the event four and a half stars because they should have offered us some mold wine or hot toddies. But the crafts were great. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And please take a second to rate us. Preferably a good rating. But, you know, you know, you do you. Whatever, I guess. Um, five stars, please. If this is your first time listening to Hoots, 
We are two older wise lesbians who travel the world and rate the places we go. So please join us on our travels. Like us on the Instagram. We don't have a face page and we don't have a Twitters, but we do have an Instagram and we post lots of photos there. And look for more of these mini episodes in and around our maybe hometown called Seattle, Washington. And be ready for the owls to fly to Madrid and record a show soon. So look, looking forward to Madrid and all of that um, tapas and churros and all that stuff. So it was great to see you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye.